0: Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers.
1: All right, welcome to episode three. We are going to talk this week on how to find work as an independent talent or freelancer on Upwork. So there's two ways to um, to get jobs on Upwork. And so that is to apply for jobs or that is to be invited to jobs. So when you apply for jobs, you're going to the dashboard looking for jobs and you're manually sending proposals, sending your cover letter, all of that. When you get invited to a job, you'll get a notification that says so-and-so invited you to this job. Take a look at it and apply if you'd like to or if you're a good fit. Invitations don't happen on a regular basis until you've been on the platform for a little while. So if you're just starting out, don't worry if you're not getting invited to jobs for a little while. It's totally normal. Know what jobs you're looking for. So that dashboard and job bank is a massive place to find jobs and so you need to set out intentionally when you're going to apply for jobs or you're going to be spinning your wheels, you're not going to know what to look for or what direction. So they have what's called save searches. And so I constantly use those. I love using those. So you can put in some different keywords of jobs that you're looking for, and then you can save that search. So if you're like, hey, I hit the jackpot and I found a bunch of jobs that I really liked. Remember what Um, what keywords you were looking for and then go back and save that search. And so then every time you sit down to apply for more jobs, you can click on that save search and it's going to already pre-filter that and it'll save you time. All right, let's jump into how to decide if a client is good or if you should pass on submitting that proposal. So you can look at their rating, you can look at how many, you know, reviews that they have, then you can also look at what the reviews say. Um, if no one's responding to a review, that's one thing. But if they have, if they don't have five stars, or if they don't have at least four stars, then I start questioning, like, what type of job um, or what type of client they are. And the reason I I do that, and I'm probably a little bit more judgy than I should be on this, but I am taking other freelancers' advice and experiences and learning from them. If they didn't have a good experience working with this client, I don't want to go down that same path. So I'm going to be really careful on applying for those type of jobs. Sometimes, you know, you can just kind of read between the lines and know that it's not a great fit. And I'll still apply for that job. You can pay attention to how many jobs that they've actually hired for. And if they constantly are putting out jobs and then never hiring, sometimes I don't waste my time. Or if I do apply for that job, I'm not going to pay extra connects to boost that. Um, and if you're wondering what connects are, definitely um, look at the show notes and I'll provide a resource for you so you can learn more what that looks like. Um, I'm not going to spend the time in this because you just kind of need to learn that on your own. So then um, once you've decided if the if the client is a good client to apply for, then go ahead and apply. One of the other things that I just want to know is if you're on one side of the country or if you're on one side of the world, even, um, you want to make sure that you're applying for jobs that work with your schedule. So for me, I know that I don't want to work at night. So I make sure that I'm working in the time zones that are working during the day when I'm working. Um, otherwise, I'm just putting myself in a situation where I don't want to work and I'll I'll procrastinate. Like, those are all the things that I know about myself. So Um, let's talk now about how to avoid scams. There's typically, um, there's a lot of scams that can happen in the job board. So how do you navigate avoiding them? So there's so many different ways. One thing for me, I, I may have applied for scam jobs in the past, but I will never start a contract working with a client until I've had a face-to-face meeting with them. What that does is that makes sure that I always build that know, like, and trust factor with them from the very beginning through that interview. You would never go to a normal job interview without meeting your boss, right? There's a lot of tells that you can see from someone if they're on a call with them versus just over messages. Um, in the show notes, I'll also provide a resource on how to detect if a job is a scam and you can work through that as well. Next thing we're going to talk about is contracts. There's two types of contracts. There's fixed rate and there's hourly. I will also put a resource in the show notes for this as well. And the reason that it's important to figure out what works best for you on the contracts is, you know, sometimes it makes sense to work for a fixed rate. Sometimes it makes sense to work hourly. Since I do a lot of strategy building and development I go for the hourly. What has happened in the past is when I've done a fixed rate contract, I have clients who keep wanting to change things or that we want to change up the strategy mid-project. And then I have to go back and redo their entire contract. And it just, it adds a whole nother layer of logistical reasons that I just want to stick hourly. Because my main reason for being on the platform is the bookkeeping simplicity. Um, So that adds a whole nother layer of complexity that's not fun for me to deal with. So next thing we're going to talk about is writing your proposal. So it's super important to keep all communication on the Upwork platform um, until you have a contract in place. Then you can you can meet your client wherever they are. Some clients will want to text, some clients will want to email, sometimes they'll want, you know, to message on a specific platform. And that's up to you, you know, how you ever you want to navigate that. So writing your proposal, some best practices, is making sure that you can do it as customized to them as possible. So if they're in their job description, they're listing out five to seven or however many things that they're specifically looking for. It's important for you to match your skills directly with their needs. If you're saying you're looking for this, this is how I answer. This is how I help that um, and just work through their line. And then I also have a blanket template of like, here's about me. So it's basically the content that's already on my portfolio profile but I also want to reiterate in the messages because I'm not sure that they're going to go check out my profile. So I want to make sure that I give them that information as well. And when I do that, because I have that canned response of who I am, I can submit several proposals within an hour and it doesn't take a long time. So the main thing that I want to stress to you is when you're talking to a potential client is to make sure that you're connecting before you accept a job and make sure that you're completing your proposal as much as possible from the very beginning, answering all of their questions that they have. The number one key to getting jobs on Upwork is not having the best profile. It's not having the best portfolio. It's not even about having a solid proposal. What it really is, is it's the consistency and submitting the jobs. So if you're going to submit three to five jobs a day for 14 days in a row, I guarantee you you're going to have some results with that. It may not be the results that you're looking for, but you'll be able to start navigating through what's working, what's not working, and it will give you the confidence that you need to keep pushing forward when you're doing an interview, it's important to let the client know what it looks like to work with you. You don't have to mold yourself into exactly what the client needs. They can, you, if you come with, to them with a process, they can follow that. It's super easy to go about it that way. Um, and it also builds some credibility with you. Like, hey, you're an expert in this. You have a proven process. It makes sense to just follow what works well for you. Um, and the last thing that I want to leave you with is don't be afraid to negotiate. So everybody wants a deal, right? It's important that you know your worth. So the two takeaways that I want to stress in this whole podcast episode is don't be afraid to negotiate and be consistent when
0: you're applying for jobs. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at TalkingFreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.